Welcome into episode 36 of Hometown Threads on 14 WILI and 95.3 FM and Willimantic Today Facebook. Uh, Keith C. Rice in here, and we've got a special guest. We'll get to him in just a sec. A very familiar face. Uh, Hometown Threads comes your way every Tuesday on the radio uh, at 5.05, brought to you by Liberty Bank, B Community Kind, with three great local locations, Gateway Commons, West Main Street, Willimantic. Uh, that branch is run by my lovely wife, Marianne Gargoni. Uh, across the street, 679 Main Street, Willimantic. It's across the street from the radio station. And, of course, Route 195 Mansfield, Liberty Bank, B Community Kind, J. Matt Rupar. Say hello to the fine folks. Hello. So here we go. Episode 36 of Hometown Threads. We're just talking about, uh, before we uh, turned on the mics and the cameras, can't believe this show is almost a year old. It's coming up. November, middle of November will be uh, one year for Hometown Threads. I want to thank uh, all the guests and, of course, Liberty Bank and J. Matt Rupar and everyone who's made this show possible. And uh, one programming note, this is uh, Tuesday, September the 5th. So if uh, you're watching this, this is a radio announcement. So if you're watching this, just uh, disregard it. But anyway, we have uh, Red Sox baseball coming up on the radio at 540 today. Uh, and that there'll be uh, the neighborhood will not run. Uh, it's preempted due to Red Sox baseball. I think the Red Sox are still in it, by the way. A little bit. Oh, geez, a little Got bit. A little. He's a Sox fan, too. No, I'm a Mets fan. Uh, oh, I, I kept thinking you were a Sox fan. Okay. Well, let's welcome in our guest, uh, Tom Spector. Oh, sorry, thank you, Matt. I, I could grab my pen because I have a habit of going like this. So, Matt, good call by uh, producer J. Matt Rupart. Uh, episode 36, guest Tom Spector. Do you like Tommy? I've known this guy forever. You can, whatever you want. It's not fine Thomas, all right? No, no. A lot, of pe- <laughs> a lot of people call me Tommy, not Thomas. My mom used to call me Thomas when she was mad at me. <laughs> it's great to have Tom Spector in here. Uh, a guy I go back with, geez, I've known you for decades. Uh, I think it was back to like when I was nine or 10 playing Willimantic Little League. Whenever I see this guy, and I see him a lot at Cumberland Farms, I swear that I think <laughs> that's the only place I see you. I feel like it's every other day. It happened the other, happened, uh, yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Cumberland Farms, there's, there's, we're getting our coffees. Right? Yep. Are you getting a coffee? That's a bad, I'm a daily I'm a daily Cumberland Farms guy. We're both coffee junkies okay. too. Um, anyway, so I ran into Tommy. I see him at Cumberland Farms, but you know this guy all over the place. You know local sports. Uh, we'll get into Willimantic Little League. I know we have a lot to talk about, but get us up to date on what you're doing these days, Tom Spector. Well, I I'm, I'm still working. Okay, I'm probably going to be working forever. But I I coach softball at Horse Porter School in Columbia. I've been doing that for seven years. Love it. Okay, and started started one day when the AD there, Steve Pirro, just kept asking me to, hey, you want to coach a softball team at Porter? And he and the next year he'd say, hey, you want to coach a softball team at Porter? And so one day I said to my daughter, hey, Steve Pirro wants me to coach at Porter. And he goes, he keeps asking me and asking me. I keep saying no, no, no. And she goes, Dad, you should do it. She goes, I'll do. It. I'll be your assistant coach. And I was like, oh, so. I told I told the AD there. I said, "Hey, I'll meet with you and we'll talk about it." So we met one day at Dunkin' Donuts up by the Batters Box in Columbia. For your coffee, right? And uh, and um, I, I I said, if my daughter can coach with me, I said I'll do it. He was like, "Really?" So that was seven years ago, and I'm still going. I can't think you did that longer. It's only been seven yeah, years. Seven years. I've been through a couple of other assistant coaches. Heather Pekarovic coached with me, of course, yeah. and and now I have a couple of new assistants helping me now and. It's it's I love it. I, I it's a great school. The administration is really good to me. Great families in Columbia. Great kids. Awesome. And as long as I and keep enjoying it, I plan on keeping on doing it. So so that's uh, so that's uh, I thought you coached uh, other teams as well, but that's that's where you coach at. But you also do stuff for Wyndham, right? I do do stuff at Wyndham. I, I 
I do the official scorebook and announce at basketball games, girls and boys basketball games at Wyndham High School. The, the year amounts, I'm, I'm not quite sure. I've been doing girls basketball longer than boys basketball, but I'm knocking on eight or nine, ten years now for girls basketball, and maybe about six or seven years for for boys basketball. And it just kind of started off once when uh, my great friend Kenny Valier just said, hey, do you want to sub sometime? Can I get you to stop rocking in that chair? Okay, yeah, you I'm can. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I was he, like, he, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, he said, so he asked me if I would sub sometime. And because uh, Cheryl Frazier, who did it for a long, long My neighbor, time, there. Cheryl Frazier. Okay, yeah. she did it for a long time, and he asked me if I would like sub because she was going to do some traveling. And I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll do it. So subbing turned into full time girls while she still did boys, and then one day she wanted to just step away because she wasn't in the school any longer, and I ended up taking over doing boys, and I've been there for a while, and that's just something I really enjoy because I, I, I love a Wyndham High kid. You know, yeah. I just. Uh, it, there's just something about a Wyndham High kid. That school means a lot to me, and yeah. the kids in that school, and I, you know, I have a deep spot in my heart for, for, for that. You know, yes. Whippet Nation. <laughs> I got my Whippet Nation shirt on, so <laughs> that school means a lot to me. So, so. you do the, the scorebook, the PA. Yep, for basketball. For basketball. Let, let's hear a little, uh, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but come on now. You're, in, you're, no, you're no stranger to a microphone. Uh, let's hear you do a little PA. Well... I'm going to tell you a little bit about the PA. So, so there's some announcers that in the, in the in the ECC that are actually that actually sing the national anthem before the game. Get out of here! I swear to God, I'm going to tell you something right now. I would never do that. <laughs> okay, same here. <laughs> I would never do that because I don't want to clean the gym out before the game starts. <laughs> okay, but there are some really good ones. There's a guy at Putnam High School. There's a guy at NFA. They're like fantastic. Okay, like really good. Me. You're not going to get a whole lot of you're not going to get a whole lot of pizzazz when you go. I give you I give you the starting lineups and I read through the I read through the uh, the, the uh, sportsmanship and you know fans not yelling at refs and different kind of stuff like that. And then I say, please stand for the national anthem. And then that's it for me. I head back to the I head back to the. I'm uh, a little jealous because I love doing PA. So do you? And I, so I you would I, probably get a lot more. They would get they would get a lot more out of it for if you did it. No, rather I'm sure than you me. do a great job. But okay. I always I have always uh, once in a while sticking my neck out there. Say if anybody want uh, I may put a post of if any high schools are looking for a fill in PA person, I would love to freaking really. Huh? I did it for American Legion years ago. Okay. Uh, back when like Pekarovic, Busky, and those guys were Bowdy were all playing because I was yep. buddies with those guys and. So, yeah, I remember that's when they played at the old Eastern Alumni Field. Okay. So, yeah, I'm no stranger doing public address announcing. It's okay. a lot of fun. So you do that as well. Yep. Uh, this year I'm going to do soccer as well. Adding soccer to the I'm, list. Yeah, I'm adding soccer to the repertoire, okay? I'm not, a big, I'm not a big soccer guy, but I'm going to do soccer. Zach Kanopka, the AD up there, fantastic job. Sends me a text. Soccer at Wyndham, right? Soccer at Wyndham, boys and girls soccer. Going to do the scoreboard and announce. And um, he, te- he texted me out of the blue recently and and he said, hey, I don't have anybody to do the board and do announcing for soccer. He goes, I thought about you. And I said, oh, let me think about it a little bit. Let me look at the schedule. And the schedule kind of works for my work schedule. So I said, yes. So he was pretty excited. And so I'm going to do that. And, um, you know, I work, do the, I help with the booster club. So we do basketball games. Wow. I mean, no, we do, um, excuse me, we do football games for the, for the high school, sell food and stuff like that. And so let me ask you this. I'm not a big soccer guy either. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess PA, soccer PA has got to be a little different than basketball because, you know, you're, you're, uh, I'm assuming during a basketball game, you're, you're doing each basket, right? Uh, I'm not. You're just doing no, starting line. Exactly. I'm oh, not. Okay. I'm so not. They don't have you do like basketball, blah, 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 blah. No. no. 
Wow. No, they don't. No. Okay. Yeah, now they, for soccer, you're just announcing the start. Just pretty much. The start, yeah, just pretty much the starting lineups. Who does and, football, Wyndham? PA. I don't know. I think I believe that Joe Von Williams is going to do the football games at Wyndham this year. Well, I nobody believe. wants to do them. <clears throat> uh, I know somebody. Okay, I'll put in well, a good no, word for it you. It should be you. It should be you. You, you're Mister uh, PA up at Wyndham. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't know about the, at football. They do do play by play for football. Okay. They do do play-by-play, announce like a dog. tackle made down, by blah, blah, blah. Absolutely, yeah. and pass to such and such. Okay, and that makes pass sense. Pass and yeah. run by such and such. They do do that. but So uh, now let's go back to, I know we kind of uh, got caught up. Is there something else that you're doing besides, I mean, you, this guy, you thought I was on a lot of stations. This guy's all over the place. No, so. no, that's pretty No, that's pretty much it in, in working. So uh, Well, you also have a family business. So you didn't want to get, no, tell, no, I do. tell us about I do. the family business a little. Uh, well, I, I, my, I, it's, my entire life, my family has owned a, a trucking company, okay, Best Way Freight. My dad started it way back in the 70s. I got into it in the late 70s. My brother got into it, and my brother Howie got into it in the early 70s. And then my dad passed away in 1982, and we just kept the business going, and we're still kind of going pretty well, you know. Good for you. So, now it's, it's in the uh, Ferrigno bill. Um, we are. Did I we, say it right, Ferrigno? Right? Yeah, we're Ferrigno in the Ferrigno Real Estate Office. Ferrigno. 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 Is it yeah, Ferrigno. Ferrigno. I always say yeah. Ferrigno. I'm thinking of the, the old Different than the coach. Ferrino building. Correct. Okay, I'm sorry up about on the that. Second, up on the second, second floor. Second floor uh, in Willimantic. Yep. And, uh, of course, Howie's his brother, as he just said. Yep. I ran into Howie at uh, Yankee Stadium a couple weeks ago. Yes, he told Howie me. and Justin. He told me. He was and shocked. I know. And all people running into the Bronx. Yeah. Willimantic. Hey! Yeah. They realize they're big Yankee fans. Oh, so, uh, yes, he is. And I, mean, I saw... The boys take him to a game every year. That's great. And yeah. uh, we happened to be there when the Red Sox uh, finished off the Yankees in that sweep. Mm-hmm. So you're a Met fan. He's a Yankee fan. Yep. How was that growing up? <laughs> that, that, no, <laughs> that's okay. That, no, that's okay. He's a, he's a, he loves the Yankees. I, I'm a Mets fan. It's very difficult being a Mets fan. Yeah. Well, I hey, I, I want to just say, uh, you know, Tom, Tommy and I could talk baseball like all day. And uh, we, there's lots of, lots to cover here on the episode 36 of Hometown Threads here on WILI and Willimantic Today Facebook. But I just want to say uh, that I picked the Mets when, when Showalter was first hired last year, right? Yep. I love the way that roster was made up. Yep. Showalter had come so close to winning a World Series. I all that all last year I said the Mets are gonna win the World Series. Yep. And what happens? They get bounced in the first round by the Padres. Yep. So uh, I don't know what's going on in Queens this year. Quick uh, before we get into the early days of Tom Spector, quick assessment on Showalter and the Mets this year. What's going on? Well, you know the way they constructed the pitching staff. You know, and I, I love Scherzer and Verlander. I what know, I know. I don't know what happened. I don't know if the clubhouse got messed up. They claim it didn't, and they just got off to a bad start. Showalter's you know? an Nobody, OBS kind of guy. I don't know. I know. Did he lose the clubhouse? I don't, I don't know. Oh. It, 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 you know, Verlander's claiming no, he didn't lose the clubhouse. He said it was a great clubhouse. Scherzer's saying it was a great clubhouse, and unless they're just you know talking down bad rumors, I don't know. But I, it just everything just. It got off to a bad start and yeah, just never just very never got their feeding under him. It's just really well, Buck will get another job, no doubt about oh, it. He if, he, if he does get canned this year. But uh, all right, Tom Spector's with us here in Hometown Threads, brought to you by Liberty Bank, Be Community Kind. And we kind of uh, switch things up a little here. Usually in the beginning of the top of the show, we get into how what was it like growing up here. Tell us about the early days of Tom Spector. Uh, you're a little older than me, growing up here in the uh, Willamantic community. Well, I I was born and raised in over rough of High Street, Lower High Street. It's a little town, little street called Strong Court, and 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 down behind Blarney's area. And you know, we grew up, you know, wiffle ball games every day, 
Um, Speaking my language, my friend. football mm-hmm. games every day, rubber ball games in the Noble School parking lot every day. You could get a you could get a group of guys together, a group of kids together, in ten minutes and play all day long. Oh, you know, yeah. and we hit a rubber ball. We as we got as we got a little bit bigger, the rubber balls would go over the fence and on top of the <laughs> on top of the a telephone company roof, and everybody reach into their pockets, run down to Benny's, grab another rubber ball, Benny's, and keep yeah. and keep on playing. You know, and and though and and that's and kids, you know, unfortunately don't do that anymore. And then as I you know got older and. 82-ish or something, ended up in one of my brother's Little League games, and he was I was watching his Little League game, and his he was coaching the Elks, Ray Elliott, my brother. How, my brother. Howie was? No, Howie. No, my other brother, Ray Elliott, was my half-brother. Oh, okay. I didn't know Ray Elliott. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, Ray Elliott God. was your half-brother? Swear to God. That's how I got into Holy Little League. I got into, I, little, I got into Little League because of him, to and be And Ray Elliott Jr., who was, the, who was playing. My nephew. I, Okay, when I he was yeah. on the Elks and I actually yeah. he was a dominant pitcher, but I had yeah. a couple hits off him. But anyway, go ahead. True story. Yeah, I got into Little League because of him. Okay, it's just the weirdest story. I went to one of his Little League games, and I was it was nine it was nineteen eighty three. Okay, and I was twenty three or something. Just go to his game at Legion Field, up Upper Legion Field, standing on the outside yeah. of the fence, watching his game. And he was coaching with Dan Poulin. Uh, you know Dan? Yep, yep. It's Jamie's dad. Of course, great, yep. great Dan Poulin. Oh, yeah. And, and he was in the dugout, and Dan had to leave for a wedding event or something, middle of the game. So my brother says, hey, can you jump in the dugout and do the scorebook for me? I'm like, oh, all right, you know, sure. And how old are you at this point, probably? 22 okay. or 23, right. <clears throat> okay? And he says, can you jump in the dugout and do the scorebook for me? I'm like, yeah, all right, sure. So in the dugout I go, it's like half a game left. And I'm just like, wow, this is fun. You know, I'm talking to some of these kids and games going on. They're behind. They come back. They win. I'm like, oh, I'm like, whoa, that was that was fun, you know. So fast forward, you know, the season ends. And he said to me, you, you should coach little. You should coach your own team. So next Little League season starts. They're at a Little League meeting. And he, a, a team needed a coach, American Thread. So he calls me up on the telephone from the meeting and says, hey, L- American Threads needs coaches. Do you want to coach? I'm like, really? So I called up my friend Bill Shea. Uh, just I, on the spot. You know, uh, and you I know Bill really, very well. Okay, okay? Of course. American I call him up and I go, hey, there's a Little League team open in town. And we were working together. There's a Little League team open in town. I go, you want to coach together? He didn't even like hesitate. He was like, yeah, sure. So... We started coaching Little League together. Um, there, and this is where I kind of come into the picture. And, and uh, I first met Tom. Again, I was 9, 10 years old. I was a medical pharmacy. Now we're going to talk a little Willimantic Little League because this is another thing. Yep. Tom Spector and I, we could talk about this all day. Yes, we could. So many great <laughs> memories. Yes, we so, could. So Tom and Bill Shea take over coaching American Thread. Were they a new team or did you replace? No, we replaced some people. Okay. They were they had been around for a while. Now, yep. um, and you're going to help me with this. I'm going to try and name all the teams. Now, when I uh, – what was this? Did I come into the league and – so I must have come in in 83, 84, 83, because I, 80, 85, no, 84, I'm sorry, was that memorable medical Pulaski final. Yep. And I was 12, so I must have started in 80, anyway. Yep. You must have been, you were in your first couple years coaching. Yep. So let's see if you can name all the teams. American Thread, Medical Pharmacy, Pulaski, Elks, I'm relying on you if I forget any, Pulaski, I said that, right? Dairy Queen, Branrex, Nassif's. Firefighters. Firefighters, Dairy Elks. Queen? Did you I say Dairy Queen? Yeah. Did you say so, Dairy Queen? <laughs> so there was what, like eight teams Eight probably? teams. Yeah, boy, that and look, 
Ryan Garvey is a friend of mine. He's doing a great job. Absolutely. It's, it's, things are different these days, but I'm a little biased, as, as you are probably. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a uh, Willamette Little League. It's, it's, it's so much fun now. I mean, I got to, I was honored. They asked me to do the opening day ceremonies for that. I missed it. Forgot and there was opening it was day. Packed, so Sorry. They, it's all right. They're drawing a good crowd over there. So Ryan and the crew doing a tremendous job. But back in the 80s, you know, it's just like, it seems like that was like the heyday, you know? Sweet. You had uh, so many great... Um, before the medical Pulaski, what was well, because yeah, you stepped into the league before that big '84 year, right? So you were '84, '80, '84. What was '83 your first year? '84 was my first year. Oh, so you were there. Okay, '84. Yep. was the big medical Pulaski uh, Little League championship final. No, and, I think that might have been '80. No, '85 was Brand Rex with the Howdy and Tellier. '84, we made it to the finals what? against American Dairy Thread? Queen. I thought yeah, we were American 84. Thread and Dairy Queen '84. So we were '85, huh? The, the Gottlieb homer was 85? I think so. Okay, why am I, I think thinking so. that was 84? Yeah, 84. All right. I, I, yeah, it, hold on, 45 or 60. No, it was an 86 eight. was Brand Rex? I think so. All right, well, anyway, yep. it was mid-80s. Yep. So you, I didn't know, your first year at American Thread, you guys won it? We lost in the finals. Oh, you lost, too. Yep. We lost to Dairy Queen in the finals. So American Thread, Dairy Queen, mm-hmm. um... What do you remember from that, uh... Well, I'll, I'll tell you a great story, and, and I don't know, do you know, do you know Craig Sadat? I know the name. Local guy. Oh, yeah. Local guy. Well, I'll tell you a funny story. We beat, we beat Dairy Queen the first game of the finals, 31-6. to 6. And Andy Lacombe, who's pat, recently passed yeah, away, he didn't talk to Bill and Shea and I for like two years because we beat him so bad in the first game. And you guys were all friends and he well, blew yeah. you off for two years? Yeah, he well, he was him? really upset with oh. us. I mean, well, now I'm exaggerating right. on a two-year fight. <laughs> <laughs> Say, wow. But, yeah, but we beat the heck out of him in the first game. So they came back. They beat us in the, thir- in the second game. It was a best of three. So now the third game, we're... we're we're close, and it's it's a close game, and and I, I think it was Joey Steiger got a hit. Joey Steiger. Joey Steiger. Wait, he was. Okay. I thought he was on medical. No, no he was on our team. That's right. He was. Yep. Scott Adad was on that team. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's going to be a guest absolutely. next week on this very show. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, New I Columbia Fire Chief. I, I coached him. So New yes. Columbia Fire Chief. Yeah. Yes, and and uh, and so Craig Sadat, we're in the third base dugout, lower Legion Field. Craig Sadat comes racing around third base. He's heading home. This is going to be the tying run. We're going to tie up game three of the championship. He gets about three quarters of the way home. He stops. He turns around. He runs back to third base. And Bill and I are in the dugout. We're like losing our minds. And he's like, he's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I missed third base. And he's like, so we're like, well, nobody would have saw it. They're like, why did you come back to third base? And he got stranded at third base. We lost. Lost the championship. Moral of the story is, see what you get for being honest? <laughs> <laughs> Honesty got him so nowhere. that was the championship game huh? right there? That was the... That was it. Because remember, yeah. it was best out of three. Yeah. Did you guys go to a uh, third and final game there? That was the third oh, game. Right. Was the that third was the third game. game. Holy that was a smokes. tying run. That was a... T- oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. And and we cr- never left. I, every time I see Craig, I remind him of that. I I'm still sure see him. What is he, how does he react? He he he, he puts his head down. <laughs> 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 he has a difficult time looking at him. Do you see him at Cumbies? you buy him a coffee? Anyway, the list is probably endless of the people you see at Comic-Con. Oh, my God. I do. You're right. (laughs) But anyway, okay, so that was 84. Yep. What a a memorable first year coaching, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, now it's 85, and it's Medical Pulaski. Great series. The great Mooney Haddad, rest in peace as well. Well, We lost Andy Lacombe, Mooney Haddad, and and, uh, sadly, there's probably a few others, but... Mm. Um, and I want to. This is where we're going to start dropping names, not just on these two teams, but you and I could go back and forth with, with so much talent as there is today. Yep. But <laughs> medical Pulaski, and we'll get in other teams as well. You had Adi Morales and Eddie Rios and uh. Donald Meekum on that Pulaski team. If I'm leaving anyone out, let me know. No. Nope. 
medical, you had Billy Gottlieb, Jeff Buskey, uh, Josh Dunnick, uh, Walter Fortier. Uh, oh, yeah. Larry I'm trying to yeah. think. I'm trying to go. Chris Absharsky. Yep. So you had these two teams. I was on that team. I was at the bottom of the line. It was just such a stacked <laughs> team. But I was just an honor to play with these kids. Mm-hmm. And, 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 um, and all year long, and to, again, if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, it was medical Pulaski one and two oh, the whole absolutely. way, right? Absolutely. So you knew it was going to be a, a collision course mm-hmm. all the way. Mm-hmm. And this is where I'm probably going to uh, – I'm doing my best to recall this. It was a best of three, as all the championship series were mm-hmm. in Willimantic Little League. I know that's probably changed uh, Probably changed years later. Uh, there was uh, – who Pulaski, I think, whipped us in game one pretty, pretty good. Okay. Or did we win? Anyway, and then Medical came back and gave Pulaski a butt whipping, I think. Then I think there was a rain out. That might have been vice versa. Maybe we beat up on them in game one, and they beat up. That could have been. That could have won either way. I think there was a rain out in between there. I don't know how well you remember this. Okay. I know you were there probably I watching. probably was. Game three, it was must-see. I remember the lower legion field was packed. Mm-hmm. And now I'll go late to the game. It's uh, Pulaski's up 5-4. Um <clears throat> uh, I come, I think, wait, did somebody make it out? No, Greg LeClaire gets on. Remember Greg LeClaire? He was another. He was, he was also on our team. I do. He might have let off. Maybe. Anyway, I walked by the skin of my teeth. And I represent, I think, yeah, I might have let off of the walk. I represented the tying run. So I'm on first base. Or LeClaire got on before me. LeClaire gets a second, and I get the walk by the skin of my teeth. So it's first and second. One out, I believe. I don't know. I forget who made the out. Then Gottlieb steps up. In a 5-4 game, and I don't know if that ball still landed. Uh, that ball's still flying on Wyndham Road. I don't know if it's landed yet. but Epic home run. Wow. And uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> that was a shot. Oh, there was a pitching changer because Morales pitched his butt off. He mm-hmm. was always so tough to face. Oh, Hardy was awesome. Oh, he was one of the best pitchers in Willamette Little League history. Absolutely. And poor Eddie Rios, who was such a good kid, comes in there. And he was a good pitcher as well. Mm-hmm. And served up a meatball to Gottlieb. And, you know, and, you know. The, we had just so many good hitters on both those teams, and it was an epic finish. It was on the back page of the Chronicle. I still post it on Facebook every now and then. <laughs> I'm there waiting for my high five at home plate, and I still touch. Billy's out in Vegas now, yep. and uh, he, he loves, you know, uh, reflecting back on that from time to time. But um, what do you remember from some of those teams? And of course, the Howdy Tellier run was the year later. And I'm good friends with both those guys to this day, and yeah. uh, boy, they were dominant as well. You know, probably, I, it pro- probably in in, uh, and I, I, I think I might have mentioned just you before that in the, my run of time being in Willimantic Little League was the most dominant little league team. The 80s? In, in, well, the most, since in the time that I was in little yeah. league. They, oh, when you were they, in little league. Well, in, my, in, this, in, the, in the amount of time that I spent in the Willimantic Little League, that P. Howdy Tellio little league team <sighs> was, Brand Rex team was amazing. Yeah, they, they were, yeah. Uh, that was must-see too. I mean, yeah. I, I had just, you know, I had just gone into senior league and I remember my, my my sister Nancy was a year and a half younger. She played. I remember, and I, I'm really good friends with Mike. But every time she'd step, I even told Mike this. He was every scared. time she'd step in the batter's box to face Mike, I'd turn my head. I can't watch this because <laughs> Mike yeah. was pitching like what? 60 uh, miles he an was ridiculous. He was he was scary good. Uh, man. He'll be watching this show. He's uh, probably watching. <laughs> and um, Hi, Mike. And, and, uh, I'm in a fantasy football league with Jason Tellier too. So I talked to both those guys. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, pretty frequently. Um, there were some other a lot of other. We should mention some other names. Wanda Hayes. Jesus was a, a dominant pitcher. Uh, I have he... a great one to Jesus story. Oh, tell it, please. Well, uh, 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 this is our first year. Our first year of coaching Little League, Bill and I were standing behind home plate, and we inherited a couple of good players. And one of them was this kid, Felix Rodriguez, okay? And his father was there, and he had a very thick 
Spanish accent, and he came up to us. So this is Efrod? Huh? Felix yeah, yeah, Efrod? Yeah, Felix is senior. I think he might have been Felix as well. <clears throat> and he came up to Bill and I, and he had introduced himself to us, and he's talking about this guy that was trying out his nephew, Juan de Jesus. And he said, take Juan, he's good, right? So he went through tryouts and, you know, it wasn't the most impressive tryout. Let's put it to you this way. Really? Oh, wow. yeah. Let's say it wasn't the most impressive tryout. So he probably slithered down into the third round, maybe the fourth round. Dairy Queen took him. Okay. Yeah, Dairy Queen. Yeah. 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 So, and, and he didn't have the best of tryouts. So we didn't end up with him. You know, a week or so, fast forward a week or so, 10 days later, we're going to scrimmage Dairy Queen. Okay. Okay. So up to up to Blad he comes and his you know, first first game against us, first at bat at Memorial Park. Oh, Memorial Park. And almost put one on the gas station across the street at Tingley Street. And <laughs> and it's like, Oh my god. This kid was picked on the fourth <laughs> round. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then he comes in and pitches and he dominated. Yeah. And he, he went he went him. he had two two fantastic seasons for Dairy Queen. I think they they, they must have won a championship. So uh, quickly here, I know we got to. I can't believe it. Wow, I told you the show would fly yeah. by. We could go on and on and on. <laughs> there are so many. Um, uh, what was another player I wanted to mention? The Angel Rios, Hurleys. You yep. go right down the line. Yeah. Uh, is there a couple other you want to mention? Because I know we, there's so many oh, kids. Well, that, what what couple kids that stand out? Maybe on your team. Um. Well, my 1992 team, which I, you know the Dawson brothers, Kareem and Levan Dawson. Wait, you kept coaching into the 90s? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Andy Gonzalez was on that team. Okay. I won the championship with that team, and I had this kid, Andre Rivas, who, who, his mother came to tryouts one, uh, to came to registration one night and was standing outside, and I said, and she goes, "Is this the field that they play on?" I go, "Yeah." She goes, "This field's too small for my son." <laughs> I go, "I go, I go." What? She goes, "She goes, we just moved here from New York." She goes, "This field's too small for my son." I go, "Are you signing your son up tonight?" She goes, she goes, yes. So I remember the name, and she registered, tried out, and I took him late in the draft, like right. in the fourth round. He wasn't very good at the, in the tryouts, and came to the first practice a few days later at Memorial Park. I said, okay, Andre, hop in the batter's box. Let's see what you got. First pitch, over the fence. Wow. Second pitch, over the fence. Third pitch, <laughs> over the fence. And, and, and then he, like... Like dominated the entire little league season and okay. ended up winning a championship. And we got to mention quickly the the Cuevas yep. kids who played with my brother. They oh, won a, yes. my brother was a good hitter. Yeah, they they won a championship, I believe. Yes, Medical they pharmacy. did. Absolutely, my Lewis. Yes, Lewis and, uh, and 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 Jose and Javier, all good players. Yep, and Javier played for Mooney. That's right. And yeah. my dad coached that team with the late and great George Bush, and mm -hmm. I believe uh, Mr. Cuevas, who also passed away Absolutely. too. Absolutely, keep him in awesome. our great people. Cuevas is great family. Absolutely. All right, we're uh, we're, we're we're really up against it here. <laughs> uh, it's, we can go on and on with story after story. Uh, I always offer to my guests any closing thoughts, any words you want to mention Porter softball again. Uh, any closing thoughts for Tom Spector? Uh, no, I appreciate you having me. Uh, it was it was fun. You make it easy, you know, oh, well, and I do. I really appreciate you having me. And this show is great. I try to watch as many of them as I can. And well, thank um, you. And and yes, it was great to be here. So make sure you go uh, support Wyndham Whippet Nation. Absolutely. Uh, basketball. You go see Tommy do the uh, the PA <laughs> and the scorebook. Yep. And I'll be doing it for soccer and of course the coach uh, the coach of Porter softball. Yeah. Tom Spector, our guest for episode 36, thank you, thank you. Hometown Threads. Thank you. Thank thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, thank you to Liberty Bank, Be Community Kind. Thank you to J. Matt Rupar. And uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching Red Sox Baseball. If you're listening on the radio, it's coming up shortly. And that'll wrap things up for episode 36. In the words of the great Roddy McCumber, bye for now, folks. Bye for now.